the Buddha never once said that life is suffering. He never once made that uh, accusation or that uh, statement of fact. What the Lord Buddha said that there, he said that there is suffering. This is this is the first truth that he wanted to impress upon us is that there is suffering, and for for spiritual people, I think this is this is a sort of a given, and it's something that we understand in life, and we understand that that it's this suffering or this um, the, you know the problem with ordinary experience that we're trying to um, overcome, or we're trying to rise above, or we're trying to go beyond, we're trying to get trying to get to a state of 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 peace and happiness and freedom from suffering. But the, the ramifications for, at least for ordinary people, is to wake us up to this, this fact of life that we're most of the time running away from. People who are not generally on a spiritual path are very much, very often running away from suffering. And probably all of us here are in some ways running away from suffering, even from just simple physical suffering. For instance, when we have a headache, we'll always try to um, take a pill to, to get rid of it. When we have a backache, we'll go to see a masseuse. When we're sitting here and we suddenly start to have pains and aches or itches, we'll have to adjust the body. When we have mental suffering, we're also trying to run away from it. We don't want to learn about it. We don't want to understand it. We don't want to know it's even there. So we go to the doctor and they prescribe us medication to help us to not have to experience this mental suffering, whether it be sadness or depression or anxiety or fear or worry or stress. We've got to find a cure for it, to get rid of it. And, and it's not to say that there is no cure and that that's not a good thing. Yes, it's a good thing to get rid of all of these things. But we never look for the cure in understanding these things. There's, there's very little out there that says, um, the real cure is in understanding these things, or that you have to look at them and you have to be there with these things to cure them. We always go the opposite direction. We always say the cure is to you know, get rid of it. Don't, don't, don't go near it. Be as far away from that experience as possible. The, so the Buddha, he explained that we, to overcome these things, we have to understand them, and that really all of our suffering is, an un, is a misunderstanding. It's based on not understanding what's going on when we suffer. Because suffering exists, it's there. And we have choices. We can run away from it, we can act upon it, or we can come to understand it. And I would say there are only these three, normally we say there are two, there's fight or flight. And I've always, I've always found that an interesting dichotomy, and I've always thought of how Buddhism stands right in the middle, it's not running away from the the problem, but also not acting upon it. So when you're angry or when you're confronted by a, a difficult situation, you can either repress the, the, the excitement, the anger, the uh, frustration, or you can act out upon it. Now, the Buddha explained a third method of simply just watching it. So when you're angry, we're not trying to get rid of the anger or replace it with anything else. We're going to look at it and we're going to see what's going on here. We're going to try to understand it, and, and as a result, we're going to be able to say to ourselves, you know, this is really not a, a good thing. This is really not something that's beneficial to me. And if it is beneficial, then we'll, 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 we'll be able to see that as well. We're not trying to be dogmatists where we say that this is bad, this is good. What we're trying to do is to 
look and to see for ourselves, is it good? Is there something good about anger? Is there something good about greed, about attachment? Because if there is, then we should keep it. We should develop it. It's a very open uh, sort of practice. So what did the Lord Buddha say is suffering? He said suffering exists. Well, I think in many ways we already know what is the suffering. Not getting what you want is suffering. Um, getting things that you don't want. Disappointment, sadness, depression. All of these things are, are, are these real sufferings, just aches and pains. This is a kind of suffering that exists. But the Lord Buddha said the real suffering is clinging. This is, this is really the truth of suffering that the Lord Buddha taught. Is that uh, clinging or attachment, this is a suffering. This, this is where suffering exists. That none of these things that cause us suffering can really do so unless we allow them to. There's nobody else in this world who can cause us suffering. It's our mind. It's, that's the I that exists in this world. This is my, um, sort of my outlet is here. This is the you know, universe. If we think of the universe as one, then this, is, this outlet is me. And what is that? This is uh, my interaction with, with these experiences. When there's pain in the body, for instance. A very simple one. It's very hard to find... Um, the, the cl clarity of mind that can simply see the pain for what it is and not be upset by it. And this is exactly what we're trying to do in, in, in the meditation practice that the, that the Buddha taught. We're trying to see that actually there's nothing about the pain that's negative at all. It's our decision that we make in our minds that this pain is bad. This is a negative thing. This is suffering for me. And so this is the first noble truth that the Lord Buddha taught, is that it's our clinging. Everything, all of these things that we say are suffering, yes, they are suffering, but why they are suffering for us is because we're holding on to it. That's the first one. The second one is, why are we holding on to it? What's the cause that leads us to hold on? And this, this is the, called the truth of the cause of suffering. Some people say that the Buddha was like a doctor. He, he had a sickness and he prescribed the cure to it. He, had a, he knew what the problem was and what was the cause. And he said, what is the path that leads to uh, freedom from sickness, freedom from the problem? And so this is very much how the Four Noble Truths are set up. There's the cause of suffering and then the, the cause of, of freedom from suffering, or the path that leads. So the cause of suffering is, is, um, is desire or, or a craving, we say. The word desire is very tricky and, and, and there's many people who would argue that there are many good kinds of desire and I would be one of those people who would say that your desire to come here tonight was a good desire. But I also say that it's not, it, it, it's a very semantic sort of desire because as soon as you got here, that desire ceased, right? Because you, you achieved your goal and it was, it was more of an intention than you could say a desire. Now what we mean by desire here is this wanting of certain things or partiality towards certain experiences. Because remember, we're dealing with ultimate reality here. And reality is one. It, it is this. I mean, my reality, my experience of reality, there's only one experience of reality. I'm not having two different experiences of reality. And I never will have two different experiences of reality. There's only one. It, it is this way. So, so given that, my desire for things to be a different way than what it is, is a cause for suffering for me. Why? Because it's not that way. 
And what happens when things are not the way you want, then you're not getting what you want. And we just said that that's suffering. It's a clinging. You First, you, you want it to be a certain way. It's not that way, and suddenly you cling to that, the fact, the fact that it's not the way you want it to be. You're not able to accept uh, the reality of the situation. It, it's important to, to stress the fact that this craving only exists wanting things to be in a certain way or, or you know, they must be this, they must be that, only comes from misunderstanding. Misunderstanding that they are not that way, or the, misunderstanding things for what they are, not seeing things clearly for what they are. And this is where meditation is so important. Meditation is not going anywhere or becoming anything. It's simply seeing things for what they are, accepting things and saying, this is what it is. Instead of saying, I wish it were like that, or I wish it weren't like this, 